Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along with Be'ezer Hashem, moving on to Mishneches, still on the theme of Dayanim of Judges. Continuing with Rabbi Shmuel Benoi Shorabiyasi, who says, Who are Yoimer? He used to say, Altehidon Yechidi, do not, do not judge alone as an individual. She'ein don Yechidi El Echod, because there's only one, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is entitled, who can judge as a single individual. And secondly, Val Toimar also don't say one of the, the judges who is the expert here, as we'll see, should not say to the other judges, Kablu Daiti, you have to accept my opinion because I'm greater in terms of my Chokhmah. The Mishnah says, Rashoin, they're allowed to say we accept, Veloi Ato, and not you. Explains As we learned in the last Mishnah, it's better for someone to withdraw himself from being a Dayim. This too is saying, When it comes to monetary matters, a person who is a recognized expert, who is a Mumcha, is allowed to be a single judge. Still, the Mishnah here is saying, that a person should not do that even though he has the halachic right to do that. Until he takes others with him to judge together with him. He takes another two, because you have to have an odd number. They will help him. And could be one shot is because when you have more people involved. V'yimtze comes out This too is a sort of a recusal of judging because he's not taking it all upon his own shoulders. He's not all upon his own shoulders. Rather, it's divided up others. We find in the Gemara that Rab Huna used to bring in 20 different of his Talmidim to judge with him. He said it was sort of to divide, to divide up the Einish of Chas Vashalom, there would be one. Here, that's what we're saying. A person shouldn't be a single judge, even though he's allowed to. That's the Midas Chasidas that the Mishnah is teaching us. Says the Mishnah, reason, There's only one who can judge alone, and that is Hashem. Who is really the only one who can be the true single judge. Some explain really only a recognized expert in that area is allowed to judge as a single dying. Not others who are not qualified like that. Therefore, since only a recognized mumcha can do that, if a person says, yes, I could judge this case by myself, he's basically showing that he is at that level of being a mumcha. The Mishnah is cautioning it as best to say that, be humble and say, you're not in that position that you are indeed this great mumcha who could judge by himself, but rather be like the others who won't be able to be a judge by themselves and done yechidi. That people should think and should consider that no, he needs others to judge. And the Pshari and the Mishnah only Hashem sort of could take that that gaiva, Hashem molo geyos lavesh. Hashem is the only one who could truly be a, a geyos of, of gaiva. But if a person is better for him to be humble, and even if Itake is worthy of judging by himself, best that he shouldn't do it. And then the Mishnah continues that when he does take others with him, even though he is the mumcha, he is the expert, 
He shouldn't say to them, listen, you now have to really accept my opinion. Even when he takes others to join him, to judge this case, and they disagree, one shouldn't say that I'm the expert here, meaning it sounds like he shouldn't even say to himself, they're not the mumchim, they're not really experts in this matter. As they have to be you have to put your my opinion before yours. And he'll say, Ki im If not for my humility, that I said I'm going to take others with me, I would have judged this case by myself. So, that being the case, obviously I could judge it by myself, so therefore my ruling should stand. Gamata, now also as Svarosi Tasa, you have to do like my reasoning. Shein lochalachshev, as the Mishnah says, don't think like this. That's what it means. I'll tell you, mekablo daiti. Even when you take others, and it's true, you did extend yourself and show your humility here. That you know that you didn't judge by yourself, but it has to be that it's divided up equally, and they're allowed to say their opinion. Shein rashoim veloyato. They're allowed to miaskimu chaverucha b'daitcha. If they agree with your opinion, then they could accept your word. That's the way it is. It's understood when then Dayanim, even though there are greater Dayanim, the lesser Dayanim have to understand that they're allowed to put forth their opinion on the matter. I remember there's an example to this from Kalman Krom Zatzal. He said there was a Tkufa that he learned with the the Mashkiach Zatzal of But it was understood. He made up, he says, we have to learn I can't learn with the trepidation that you're the Mashkiach, so whatever you say, that's the Pshat. That's like, that can't be a Chavrusa Shaf. He says, it has to be that I'm allowed to express my opinion with disagreement. That's what the Mishnah here is saying. We move along now to Mishnah Tess. Rabbi Yenis and Oimer. Rabbi Yenis was a Talmud of Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel, not Rabbi Shmuel here that we've been talking about, but the Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Akiva, those two colleagues, if you will, the Rabbi Shmuel had a Talmud, many of them, and one of them being Rabbi Yenison. And this Rabbi Yenison we find many times in Shaz, Um Rab Shmuel Ban Achmeni, Um Rabbi Yenison. Rabbi Shmuel Ban Achmeni was a Talmud of Rabbi Yenison later in his life and said over many statements, many memories from Rabbi Yenison. Here there's a very famous Mishnah, Rabbi Yenison says, Whoever fulfills the Torah in an impoverished state, the Mishnah here promises that he will end up being Mekayim the Torah, from having the wherewithal and the wealth to be Mekayim the Torah. And even someone who is wealthy but still neglects keeping the Torah, meaning Limar and doing mitzvahs as Rabbi Yoyna learns, in the end he's going to have to work a lot, and have to be mevatel the Torah, because he doesn't have enough money. Says He pushes off the time that he really should be investing into earning more money. And as he pushes it off those times where he could be working to make more money, to make it a little bit easier financially, in order to spend more time learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. He learns Torah and fulfills mitzvahs. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's, uh, it's not easy for him. But he does so with that poverty because he wants to rather spend the time learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. On that the Mishnah says, 
the the Ben Yenu learns that this person will become wealthy and and he will get more in terms of financial wealth. And with that, he'll then have more time. He'll have ample time to learn. He won't have to be, be under the yoke of Parnos. He won't have to spend so much time with his Parnos. He'll be able to be with a more easy and expansive way because of his greater Parnos. Now, it could be this is new Smishnas that they have talked or the promise of this Smishnas, someone who does so to the utmost of being Mekayim the Torah, not wasting a second, being Mekayim Mitzvahs, it, it's utmost, even through poverty. We find this by Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara Nadarim says, we know famously that when Rabbi Akiva got married to the daughter of, of Kalba Sabuah, Rochel, they were tremendously impoverished. They, all they had was a bed of straw to sleep on. And Rabbi Akiva promised his wife and says, if I become wealthy one day, I will buy you this special jewelry, as the Gemara in Shabbos calls it, a special piece of jewelry, a headpiece called an ear shelzov. And indeed, the Gemara the Nadarim says, there are six different ways. You see the Ran over there, he brings the stories down. Six different ways of how Rabbi Kiva ended up becoming a very wealthy person. And that's a key of this mission in its simple way. Many explained it that Oini and Oisha don't mean in terms of monetary wealth, but in terms of capabilities, etc. But this Arbaniana learns. Continues Arbaniana, he won't have to. Be, exert himself and spend time laborious, laboriously to get an income. And therefore be able to learn with joy, without the doichik, without the poverty, with the gladness of heart. He'll have everything. Now what does it mean with chokma? In other words, he's explaining that this idea that someone who chooses to spend his time more in terms of gaining chokhmah than gaining more money, we really find in a chazal, and we really find it by the personality of that he was given the choice, what do you want, Shleimah? I can give you wealth, I can give you fame. And Shaul, he asked for Chachma. He didn't ask for gold and silver. The Pasuk says that Shav Udvar of harking me many. says that all false things, all of these things that I don't need, keep it far away from me. Even Reish Vaishral Titanli, don't give me poverty and don't give me abundant wealth. Hatrifeni Lechem Chuki. All I want is the bread that I need. I want a meager income, that's all I need. In the end he asked for Chachma, and Hashem gave him everything. Hashem gave him wealth too. Marshal Amelech, this is the Marshal that he is brought in the Medrish Rabba and Kayelis. Marshal Amelech Shamal Abdai. A king says to his servant, Shal, Me'atin Loch, request whatever you want, I will give you. Omar Abed, the servant says, If Eshel Kezavazov, he knew her nicely. If I would ask for silver and gold, the king will give it to me. If I ask for property, if I ask for land, who knows? The king will give it to me. Eshel as Bas HaMelech Lili shall ask for the king's daughter's hand in marriage, and then Vakob Klag, once I marry the king's daughter, then I have everything. I have the wealth also. Eshel as Hashem is giving me a, 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 the ability to request whatever I want. I will ask for Chochmah. 
that Chochmah in the Marshall is like a marrying Hashem, marrying the king's daughter. If I ask for Chochmah, everything will be included like it says, B'Tzela Chochmah, B'Tzela Kosef. And the shadow of Chochmah, of Torah, will be the protection of money. Now, even though the Pasuk he brought before says, says, I'm not interested in wealth, I'm not interested in poverty, I just want a sort of the, just the income that I need. And maybe the Pshad is that once well, the attitude was, I really want just Chochmah. If a person's attitude is he wants chokhmah, then even when he gets the wealth, it's being, it's, it will be taken out in the wrong way. It won't blind him. He will use it properly since his real desire was just to have chokhmah satayra, to be able to learn the Torah and fulfill the mitzvahs. So then the wealth that comes along with that indeed won't be something that will be to his detriment, but he'll be able to use it well. All within this havtaka, this brocha here of the promise called Makaim Asatayr Me'oyni, that he pushes himself to learn and do mitzvahs, even when it's tough for him, when it's difficult, Seyfe Lekaimah Me'oyesha. However, the opposite is true as well, Vokalama Kavatla Asatayr Me'oyesha. Explains Rabbein Yesha, Kama Pama Vekama Shtois Yeshle Panay Lomayd Ve'inoyesha. And we have to really Ask ourselves, are we included in this? Do we have time to learn? We have many hours that we have free that we could learn. But he doesn't do it. And it's not because he's busy making a living. There are times when he can learn. And if he doesn't, Hashem will make it that he's going to have to then expend energy and time earning an evening. And then all of a sudden it's going to become difficult to make ends meet. Add to the point, even though when he wants to, when he longs for that time, oh, I had so much time then, I really now want to learn. But he can't do it anymore because now he has to try to make a parnosa and it's not, not going well. It's just things are not clicking. Because he didn't do it when he had the time, Hashem says, I will take it away from you and then you will have to... to use a lot of time to earn a parnosa and it won't go well. Venimtsa, what's the problem with this? Not, Rabbi says, not that he's going to end up being poor, but rather, really what a person ultimately wants, he should be able to learn the amount of Torah that he's able to learn in this world. And if he has to use that time earning a parnosa because it's not going well and it's difficult, then the end result of that is the worst of it all is not because he's going to live in poverty, but rather he's going to go out from the world not being able to learn as much as he wants, do not be able to fulfill as many mitzvahs as he can. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.